With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. podcast i'm kyle i'm nick and i'm anthony uh todd callis is is gone he went to houston to greener pastures to be with cows and and the the astros this sucks this, kind this, of this avid departure of tampa is really starting to get to me the avid is that what you said yeah, like it's becoming the cool thing now to to build your to build your rep here and leave. Yeah, you 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 build a house, you open a restaurant, and then you fuck off. That's like that's the move in Tampa. Okay, but he but he gave us eighteen years. Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I am like in the least bit salty about this. I think I think that's like yeah, that's, of all the stuff that all of all the people, and I understand that this this man is really just a play by play gall, but he he was the a voice of the Rays. So yeah, I'll, I'll, he'll, he will be missed. But I I think I'm happy to see him go to to somewhere we can do play by play now. But here's my whole thing about this. What is, what is an Astro, and why is Houston the place where at the Astros reside? Is that like a NASA thing? NASA, th- <laughs> yeah. Houston, like we have a problem. Astronauts, so they're the they're the Houston Astros. astronauts. Yeah, basically. Yeah, because because the Houston astronauts wouldn't sound very good, now would it? Well, do you know how they, they they'll call the Oakland A's like the Oakland Athletics from time yeah. to time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why don't they call them the Houston a- astronauts? Because they're not. That's not an abbreviation. So it's just this, what they so are. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> a, it's like a tag name. It's like if the buck if the uh, well, that's a no. But, you get the, but they never call them the Houston astronauts. Like they sometimes because like, they're not. If if announcers want to be cute, they'll be like the New York Football Giants. Like. Okay, so if they're not astronauts, yes, so, no. so then Astros doesn't mean astronauts. So what is an astro? Just space. Bull, no, space. no, space. It's like, it, it is the the like the pre definition of uh, of space. So it's like if so an astronaut, and, and there's like other knots. I, I think I don't know, man. Can we can we get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the podcast to explain <laughs> this to us, please? I, I need to. I know. wish we were Joe Rogan. I really need to know. <laughs> he Neil Tyson. Um. Uh, good, good for Todd Callis. He, I really, I was really hoping to that like there's there's something came out that's like he just bought a house here and, uh, <laughs> then, he, then he left, then he left for for greener pastures. I just, I don't know. I, he's, his father's connection with the Astros actually has a lot to do with why he left. And I don't blame him for that because he's, he's going to get a, I mean, essentially it's a promotion because he should be doing play by play. Yeah. He did it with the Rays uh, for a few games this season or more than a few. Is he still single? I wonder. 
I don't know. Did he get married? Or is he married? He's, he's going to go slay that Houston pussy. Slay, slay it. Crushing the puss is what he's all about. He's about, all about crushing the puss in, in Houston. I, I Actually, I really do think that is what he's about. Because he, you, you always see those... Uh, Remember him and Kelly Nash when, they were, when Kelly Nash was here? Really? There was always, they were always flirting, it seemed like. Kelly Nash followed me on Twitter, and then she unfollowed me. So I just she's dead to me. I think she still follows me. She's dead to me. I like her a lot. She's she's really cool. I, I, I talk too much shit on Twitter. That's probably why she unfollows so me. Do I. Dude talks <laughs> way too much shit on you. are antagonistic. I've been well. I've I've mellowed out in the last few years on on the Twitter machine. Have not have not done so much of that that kind of stuff. But still, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> Already Come off at the rails. <laughs> Uh, should we talk about the lightning first? Because I feel like yeah, let's just just push them. I feel out. like we should Absolutely. rip the bandage off the bandaid. They've, they've been doing a little bit better. A little bit, yeah. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to repeat anything I said last week. I just sort of feel the same way right now. Fire Cooper. Sure. Fire him so hard. <laughs> yes, he's the one breaking all our players. Christopher Oxen, who are you? What is going on? There's a guy in the chat, Christopher Ox, and he's here before the the show even started. I hope hope you're a fan of the show. If so, I love you. Yeah, oh yeah, he's wearing like a, he's not, wearing a Bucks listen. jersey. He's wearing a Bucks jersey. Yeah, go Bucks. Um, I mean, we got to win against the Wings. That was nice to have. It's always nice to beat the Wings. I got to go to that game. You know, it was it was really fun. Yeah, I think um, it was uh, one of Druin's best games of his career too. I know the the, whole, the saddest part about this whole season, the way it started, is how how well Druin Druin is playing has been playing. So it's like he's having he's like having his breakout year in the shittiest year. Yeah, and it it took <laughs> it took this many injuries to get him on the first line consistently, which is kind of sad. Oh, salt, salt in the in the. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I heard it. So Ben Bishop's out three to four weeks as well with a low with the classic hockey lower body injury. Uh, that leaves young Vassy and who who did they call it from Syracuse? Christers Gudleski. Gudleski's with his awesome rocker hair. Yeah, and he's fresh off a of fight. You know awesome what's funny? Both, uh, both prospects talked about this on his podcast that like when Iserman's in the building in Syracuse or when he gets like put in the spotlight, Christers performs so well. But when nobody's there or like nobody cares about the game, he plays poorly. It's, 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 it's he's just one of those players. He like hit hit if if he, if Iserman only knew what he watched of him in person, he'd probably think he was the best goalie in the world. Where's he from again? Sweden? Latvia. Latvia. Latvia is that, he was about to say Sweden. So we gotta get the president of Latvia at every game going forward. It's probably possible, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's don't try to impersonate him, Kyle, because I'm pretty sure he's just gonna sound like the Russian president. He's president of Latvia. I I come and watch skate <laughs> skate game. I watch skate game and watch player play very well for team. That's that I'm president. Okay, I'm sorry. That's very offensive. I'm, I'm sorry to all Russians listening right <laughs> and now. Latvians, just because that was a terrible person. Or Latvians, yeah. So we got a back to back today, starting against the Blues. We're down 2 0 currently. And uh, what? Yeah. We just where I just checked the score. It was it was nothing, nothing. How did this happen? And then we got the Capitals tomorrow in Washington. Which what kind of fucking scheduling is that? Fuck you. Gonna make the team travel on a back to back to Washington right before the fucking Christmas break. You f- never make you never make the Blackhawks do that. You monsters! It's Christmas. Well, no, then, they, then they get a Christmas break. 
Okay. Yeah, until the Scrooge McDuck is running the NHL. Do hockey players even celebrate Christmas? Like they they spend their they, it's all <laughs> it's Christmas every about? year. For I, I would say yes. They're they they are people, and so yeah. so therefore yes. Am I yes, am I celebrate. am I confusing hockey with Judaism again? Probably. <laughs> is that what's happening? It's very possible. Okay. Yes. Just making sure. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't think there's really much left to say no, about I, the lightning. It's it's the same old thing. We can't no. we can't get healthy. We're just kind of treading water right now. We're still two points back of a playoff spot, but it doesn't doesn't hey. feel like it at all. <laughs> at all. The way it we're play, our play's been but way too inconsistent recently. Can I can I say I think it's because of our, our usual perspective on the the Eastern Conference and that's leading it or at least near in front and we're going to have a, a scrap to get into the playoffs this year. It's going to be harder this year than, than what we're normally used to. So maybe that's the, the overall pessimism going around that I hear from a lot of lightning fans. And I can see why, because it is a little, what was me? I mean, I just keep Honestly. thinking like, okay, just tread water until we can start to get healthy. And then maybe we start turning the corner, but it seems like every time we start to get like Pilat and Kucherov came back into practice today, yeah. And then Vladdy gets sick and Pocket is out. Like it's it's just a never ending circle of misery right now that just keeps spinning, and it just doesn't feel like a year where we're 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 fighting everything to have success right yeah. now. Literally, you know, we're fighting injuries and just inconsistent play in general. It's it's just it doesn't feel like a year that's set up for success. No, but I mean, we. I would assume that a team that makes the playoffs as constantly as we do can persevere. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's not over or anything like that. And when guys start to get healthy, maybe we just get off this injury bug and things go well. But it's just, it feels, it feels like an odd year. It it feels like, you remember that Rays year where everything was set up to make a run and then everybody got hurt? What year was that? 2000? It was like Madden's last year. Um, we signed Balfour and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I recall that. Yeah. Well, let's. I mean, I'm, I just looked it up right here. This time last year, we were we were seventeen, fifteen, and three. That's very close to what we are right now at sixteen. Let's. See, what, what did I just see? 16, 15, 16 14, 14, and three. And three. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, we right. we made the playoffs last year. I'd we like would, to look at we, the, how the roster looked then, though. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, true. That's but I mean, a better yeah. question. Yeah. I, I mean, just in an apples to apples comparison. I mean, we were right on track with where we were last year at this time. So uh, I don't know if it's time to start panicking on the lightning just just yet. I mean, there's we've been hit with a lot of unfortunate injuries. I don't think I think if we would we would have been if we're at least half as healthy right now at this, to this point of the season, we'd have a lot better of a record. But it's just just some bad luck, and there's no reason to, to believe that we won't make the playoffs this year. We've had some bad games and some bad runs, but mm-hmm. yeah. um, I think it's going to come down to what Eiserman does at the trade deadline that defines where he thinks this season is going to go. Because if he goes out and trades for a top four defenseman, then he obviously feels like this roster is in good enough shape to make a run and get back to the playoffs and maybe make a run at the cup again. But the thing right now is uh, is that due to the tr- expansion draft, the trade market is kind of frozen because people are just they're afraid to make trades because then if you trade, you have to protect that guy and stuff like that. And it's nobody wants to fuck with their roster right now. And 
I don't obviously think as the uh, deadline closes in, that's going to change. But still, I, you just you just don't. I don't know what's going through Eiserman's head right now. Does he feel like maybe we should just ride this out with? And he likes his assets is the problem. You know, he likes to have draft picks and prospects and all that, which is great. And I, I prefer a GM that doesn't just trade those away like candy. But still, you know, he's these past few years he's made small moves like getting Coburn a, past, a few years ago and stuff like that. But he's never made that big. Earth shake, you know, earth shaking move besides the Callahan for Marty deal, which was kind of he forced his hand. I, I'm just, I don't think he makes that trade if, if Marty doesn't demand it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's an it's a weird situation right now. We're kind of in a weird place. Do you do you ride the season out for what it is? And if you end up with a top 10 pick that just adds to an already deep prospect pool and a team that, you know, is it? Come, could come back next year and look strong again or do you try to fix this midway through the season and just go forward again I don't know I don't, it depends on how you view the window I guess that, that that's that's well put I, I still think that you you have some time left to decide before the trade le- trade deadline comes up um, if we keep losing games if we keep at this clip throughout January then maybe I don't know. Maybe start looking at not trading at the trade dead. Or I struggle with that because yeah, it's tough. I, because it's like hockey is especially for a team that's going to need these prospects coming up soon. As we lose guys due to salary cap, how how much are you willing to give up for a top four defenseman? And who's available? And is it the right deal? You know, obviously we saw last year with Eiserman and Druin that. He didn't see the right deal, so he just didn't make a move. And people criticized him for that because they felt like he should trade him when his value is still there. But look at him now. Without Drew, mm-hmm. where the fuck would we be this year? We probably be. We probably have a way worse right. You're now. right. Do you hear what he said? And, and at this point, what? Do you hear what Drew said? Mm-hmm. Kind of came out. I think it was last week. Said he loves Tampa, loves playing here, loves the atmosphere. Oh. Well, uh, yeah. L- uh, look, we, you know, when that th- that whole thing was going down, the team still had his back. They still loved him. You know, they they talked about how, you know, they wanted him back in the locker room and stuff like that. And I just, I, I don't, I, I can't recall any time in recent, like, save for like when Derek Brooks held out a training camp. I, I remember Derek Brooks held out. Uh, I think it was like, I, I, I want to say it was like 99 ish or, or possibly 2003. Regardless, Derek Brooks held out a camp. Everybody's like, fuck this guy. Fuck him and his, he, he, he's selfish. <laughs> And then, like, he he goes and p- returns a pass for touchdown or something. They're like, I love him. Like, short of that, I think, like, that this this whole Drew and turnaround of where everybody, like, just stood up and said, okay, fuck this guy to to where we are now, where, where, where we couldn't imagine life without him. Just, like, one of the biggest turns or turnarounds as a fan base, I think. It's, uh, I've often said that good hockey cures all. Uh, and it's true. If, if he was playing poorly right now mm-hmm. and not up to snuff and not and not carrying this team in the way that he has recently people would probably still say yeah fuck him he crested trade and he comes back and he sucks but since he's been playing really well and looks like that you know that big franchise piece that we thought he was when we drafted him uh everything changes yeah funny how that works it is funny how that works but you know it's it's okay there's i know that we know the people out there that stuck with him we know the people that threw him under the bus so that's how it goes it's it's just the nature of the game. Yep. Those people weed themselves out, and the the good ones stay. You're right. 
But God forbid anybody talks about maybe thinking about a different head coaching direction, then all of a sudden you're you're an asshole. Look, so. first and foremost, everybody listening to this podcast should be at least one form of a, a Tampa Bay fan. And every one of these teams has had its heart ripped out at one point in time. So you know what? Get used to it, guys. People leave. Get used to it's it. It's going to happen this offseason. Yep. Yep. It's, it, there's no way we keep every, all these RFAs. There's no fucking way. There's no way. I mean, so, well, someone's going to get traded some or someone's going to get exposed to the and that's out of necessity for the team. Yeah. And look, I mean, look at the fucking world junior team. We have five lightning prospects on the Canadian world juniors team. Bring them up. Bring them yeah, up. No. Now. We're not, we're not deep or anything. No, <laughs> let's go. No, farm systems barren. What are you talking about? <laughs> God, I sense hey, they hate maybe if, voices. Uh, maybe if the lightning uh, ran the, Rays, we we would have a Joe Madden staying in Tampa instead of just watching the game tonight. You had to bring that up, Nick. Just now, yeah. Kyle, now we can't control Kyle for the rest. Of the get out, get out of my stadium, <laughs> guy. You don't, you don't, you live here, but you don't belong here. You got here. a restaurant here, Kyle. Oh yeah, your Asia restaurant. At, at least he was a Lightning fan. You know, he could have been a Blackhawks fan now. Oh yeah, I love this. Is I can't wait for the first time the Blackhawks play the the Lightning. And and everybody realizes that they hate Blackhawk Blackhawk fans again. Oh yeah, what's wrong? You you love Chicago fans like three months ago. What's wrong? What's 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 wrong with Blackhawk fans? Base. Yeah, I say that, but there's a, there's a Cubs hat in my house right now. I bought I bought a Cubs hat. What? This week? Yeah. Why? Last week Christmas present. Oh. Christmas oh. present. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like what the fuck? It, bur- it burned. What it a bur- heel turn. It bu- I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> This is like the WWE. Like Kyle came into the ring and like threw his race hat off, and he put the. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> let me let me tell you right now, folks. Yeah. Let's go Cubs. We're gonna fly that W flag. Can't wait. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, as you can tell, we are now picked up and sponsored by a Chicago-based. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Word of the. Chicago. All right, let's let's get into it. So, what's what losing Chapman? What's that going to really do to the to the bullpen this year? I, th- I you know I think <laughs> well, it's not much actually. I think what's adding Wade Davis. Am I the only one that gets extremely weirded out when a guy gets traded to a team from a team and then signs right back with that team and they all like that's got to be awkward. That's like some kind it? of collusion, right? It's yeah. got to be. Yeah, like we talked like he talked about this with the Yankees before they traded him. I was like, listen, we know you're going to be free agents. Like, I we're think gonna trade honestly, you and no, get these assets, what... and then we're just going to sign you again in the offseason. You can do that in baseball because there's no sign. I like this, well then, then now I triple. I was hate just about him. to say that's a baseball. Yeah, because not only does he go to a Cubs and win a World Series with the Cubs, and then he comes back to the Yankees or who are in our division. So fuck that guy. <laughs> Next, I don't know. Um, and, All right. In closing, I'd like to say fuck Joe Madden. We got a lot of ground to make up with the Bucks because we yeah didn't you have know a what? We, react this show we this actually week. do yeah yeah and, and there's. It's it's so funny how after a loss there's a there's a lot more to cover than after a win, like after a win it's like hey we won, Doug Martin what else do you want to well. say? <laughs> yeah, I just want to preface this with saying there's there's definitely not going to be a rapid react this weekend, so don't don't expect let's <laughs> uh, Christmas don't, yeah don't. <laughs> yeah let's just run straight through. I think okay. we we can we can maybe go without a break. I haven't been doing breaks on the show recently, so like yeah, sure, just, let's just do it. Yeah, through. let's just charge through and uh, we'll we'll power through and and do it. We're gonna do a power hour on this podcast, something we never do, and just bring up we're gonna bring up the Bucks uh, loss to the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. Um, a very painful loss. For, for I didn't pain. feel a lot of pain, really? to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was okay with the way this 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 all shook out because we were the, it's we kind were, of expected and no nah, well we way. we knew we knew when the schedule came we, we we you know you circle some games and you know you know all your divisional games are going to be tough you know mm-hmm. you know it's going to be tough to beat Denver uh you know the defending Super Bowl champions and you know it's going to be tough to defeat the Cowboys and even in the lead up to this game in the weeks approaching this game the Cowboys have been one of the best teams in the NFC so we knew that this was going to be a tough game going into it and I said on the last podcast that uh I during our Super Bowl run I never felt I always wanted to to assign this team like a label and I, and I didn't think that the team was a top shelf NFC team until they could either beat the, the, the Eagles or the Packers in that Super Bowl year. If we lost to the Eagles. We beat the Packers. Uh, same goes with this year. As far as, you know, we lost to, we lost to the Cowboys and I, you know, what, what, I mean, we, we beat the Seahawks, we beat the Seahawks and lost to the Cowboys. I mean, those are two of the NFC powerhouses. But the thing is, is that we kept we kept pace with the Cowboys. Like we were right there. I never the felt end. we were out of the game until it was late, late into the fourth quarter. Well, I, I think when when Dak Prescott had that touchdown run, I thought, okay, shit, this one's this one's getting out of hand. They're, they're, early on, it, it felt like FSU versus USF. You said that on the first drive. I said on the first drive, but still it just felt like they were they were like they were out physicaling us and like we we couldn't get we we, we weren't able to, to to maintain pressure on Dak Prescott the entire game. No, we didn't touch him. It was yeah. I mean we got a few sacks I think, but like it didn't feel like we were in key moments we weren't even getting close. That dude has a monster offensive line. And and like props to him cuz he's a great quarterback. Like from what I from what I seen saw from this game, he does he does really well. He plays well in that offense, yeah. I just don't think this is one to hang your head on. I, I think we 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 should have beat them. We had every chance to beat them, and we were like, this was if 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 I was a third party watching that Cowboys Bucks game from the sidelines uh, as like, you know, I used to watch every Sunday night a football neutral game. Fan? Yeah, neutral fan. I would I would have been very satisfied as with this game as like an for as yeah, entertainment was, wise. It got the fifteenth highest Sunday night, uh, night football ratings. It was something like the highest in five years. Dude, I'm glad you took. I'm glad you mentioned this rating. I know where thing you're going. Because how how much like how much did Al Michaels and, and Chris Collins were shit on us this game? A lot, <laughs> like a lot, right? Especially bringing up it that old Seattle like little, game where brother where I, I don't fucking know. We were my, one of our teams was playing a game seven against Boston that same fucking night. Yeah, like he like they they, they bring it up like uh you know well this is ta- only Tampa's second appearance on Sunday Night Football the first time one of the lowest rating uh, Sunday Night Footballs ever like motherfucker there was a major sports franchise in the same town playing a game seven against the Red Sox what what they like they they, they no uh, we don't mention that. Yeah, There's yeah. No way to do, way to do your due diligence there, NBC. I mean, it was definitely a Cowboys jerk off the entire fucking yeah, podcast. I mean, there was, yeah. and it was a slow jerk off, which is usual because think about it. Every fucking week, we have a primetime game with a team from that division. So. That's true. And the, the other thing, I mean, they're like, I think uh, it's like the Cowboys draw draw the highest rating of any team, and like they're always playing in primetime. It's just, it's one of those things. America's team. Well, back-to-back Sunday night footballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, what, what is... <laughs> flex. Make them Both play them a 1 flex. o'clock game. Flex. Fuck you. Make yeah. the... It's fucking ridiculous. I'm tired of watching Maybe them. Maybe that's it. They get to... They get the the extra four hours really does... Or the extra three hours really does help. 
I mean, at the end of the day, the Cowboys are never they're never going to have the the one o'clock game where where fucking Brady Quinn and and and, and announcer McGee are announcing their games on Fox. Well, like, even when they suck, they don't get the shaft. No, they don't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like even when they suck, it's like ah, oh, fucking don't flex them out of it. Whatever, fucking three and three and three and ten Cowboys versus the fucking five and seven Saints. Go it's like big, it's big it's, money, it's, man. It's, it's the NFC NFC East is is like. I don't know. Maybe because we're on the East Coast, we feel that way. But like the NFC East, I'm just, is just tired of watching them. Like, uh, like it just yeah. goes back. To, it just harkens back to the NFL's inability to make their product entertaining. It seems like because it's just every fucking week, it's Eagles versus Giants on Thursday Night Football, and oh it's my God. like, oh, fucking just. <laughs> Put a gun into my head, please. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, that uh, it came out today that they're doing some kind of a developmental league or, or, or like a spring league, and it's not it's not NFL affiliated, but there's there's going to be another one of those those football leagues around again. Oh boy, uh, I don't understand why any football league thinks they're going to step up and compete with the NFL, like. It, it, in terms of financial gains and stuff like yeah. that, like it, you're just not going to. Like all the best players are going to go to the NFL. It's just like fucking Major League Soccer. All the best players are going to go overseas because they can get paid over there. What do you? What's the blueprint to beat the NFL though? Games on a maybe games on a Saturday. It out yet. You're right. Well, Donald Trump almost figured it out with USFL, and then I don't. I think the blueprint to be, beat the NFL is this. And it's almost impossible because you can't get the same talent. Is to put a more entertaining product on the field, which you just can't do because you can't get the same talent. Yeah. And and then handle your league and your public relations better, because the NFL is so fucking bad with that. Yeah, they are. And the only reason they get away with it is because they're the only major football league. Like that Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott jumps into the. Salvation Army, t- uh, and they throw pot. a penalty flag. They fl- they throw a flag, but they don't find them. But then Odo Beckham Jr. wears those like those cleats for like some some kind of chair, whatever charity he's supporting. Yeah, and he gets fined. It's where's the where's the standard? Where's the line? There here? is no standard. That's the fucking issue. And we've talked about it before. The NFL is fucking bad at their job. They just are. They are They're very bad at their job. But there's nowhere else to go unless you like college football. It, it's which is also really bad at their fucking job. That slave labor that that is, it's it's fucking it's ridiculous, man. That's can, well, we're still talking about the Bucks. I, I know, yeah. I was, I was just about. thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. See, this is why I want Anthony around. He he he, he agrees with me that college football is a slave system. I love it, but it's a slave, slave system. Of course, system. it is. Yeah. <laughs> they're just they 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 work for free and they make the oh anyways. Anyways, and they charge they charge all the students like a fee for the football team. Like well, there's a football te- like fee for each student. You know what's ridiculous? Oh, like fuck. not even the head coach. He can't even take his players out to lunch, or they'll get like oh, they'll, they'll get, get it. They'll get fines and all kinds of shit. Like that's so fucking ridiculous that the head coach that makes millions can't even take like his fucking players out to dinner or something. What like if that. what if uh, like let's say I'm the owner of the Bucks and there's like a highly touted dual athlete running back that I that like I'm I'm scouting and I want to take him on my team plane, you know, to to, uh, to talk to him. Like that's that's got to be a violation, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. You can't talk to anybody until you like officially declare. I think. Yeah. Bo Jackson says, "Fuck you." I'm. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> And the last horse gets to the race. Can we just touch on it real quick? What's that? About the, the guys skipping the bowl game and people being Oh, like, do you really want to t- touch on Bo Jackson? No. Yeah, yeah. no. Let's, let's, let's talk about the Bo Jackson situation Even though I saw quick. his fucking commercial 18,000 times on Sunday night. but 
Stupid oh, Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Uh-huh. I now uh, hate part of my past. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of wish I was around to see the bow, the bow era. Anyways, let's, uh, yeah. What are, the bowl game, uh, players sending out bowl games? So Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette are skipping their meaningless bowl games. Yep. So they keep, so they don't get hurt and hurt their draft stock and people are just upset. They're like, oh, these guys don't have their competitive spirit. It's, you know, they wouldn't scoop a national championship. Well, no shit. They wouldn't skip yeah, a they're, national they're championship game. Something. But the, if the fucking Meineke Car Care Bowl or whatever the fuck <laughs> they're in, like that, <laughs> that poor bowl, that versus getting hurt I in that it. and then losing millions of dollars. It, yes, you, absolutely. Yeah, like fuck you. No, they they have every right to sit out. They have every right to declare for the draft and say fuck you. They they're not getting paid anyway. So what the fuck? It's true. It, and and the, the the thing about it is is like people 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 want to tell them to be like professionals or be athletes or something like that. well they're they're not professionals but the other thing is like where's your competitive spirit where's your competitive nature like these guys maybe have if they're lucky 10 years to make the most amount of money that they'll ever make in their life and that's it and and, and any kind of injury to their body like anything any injury that they sustain will hurt that so I can't blame them for wanting to to sit that out and go go make your fucking money in the NFL for God's sakes. I like that's why I I love when when seeing when dudes get paid like make your money now because like you like they're gonna be they're gonna be forty fifty one day and they're gonna have a, a whole another life ahead of them and I, I just I pray that they 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 made the right decisions because like I, I was reading today about Vince Young and how Vince Young pissed away all his his savings and. And and that was back when that was back when rookies got paid. Yeah, like yeah. they got big deals yeah. coming out. What of the did draft. he buy? I, I think you, usually in those kind of situations, it's not like what he, it's not what he bought, but it's what what his, his family, family and where friends. he put his money yeah, to yeah. has a lot to do with that. I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of people yeah. in his ear. Who did he invest with? <laughs> it's just it's fucked up. So I I, I have no Leonard Fournette set up every game. If you know it, it, for, from now yeah, until I'm draft day. And you devalue the playoff game or the uh, bowl games by having the playoffs. There's too so. fucking many of them anyway. The yep. Boca Raton Bowl. The St. Pete and, Bitcoin Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Miami Beach Bowl. Like, fuck, dude, is make an 18. 18- again? What was that? Uh, is it the Bitcoin Bowl again? I thought it was just the same. No, it's, it's, like the, it's like the St. Pete Bowl. The, I think they like they said, like, I think like. I forget the exact number, but a lot of them don't have sponsors this year because there's just so many of them and nobody watches them. Yeah. Like right now, tonight is the Idaho Potato Bowl. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Like just make an 18 playoff. Have like maybe the Rose Bowl and shit like every year, like those big, big bowl games and f- say fuck it to the rest. Yeah, we you don't got, need them. You got the Rose Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, the Sugar Bowl. Have the, and the, what, what else am I missing? Have the pre-existing Fiesta uh, sponsors of the big bowl games just Cotton. sponsor the playoff rounds. You'll get the same effect. Yeah, exactly. Because I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the the big uh, Rose, Sugar, Cotton, Fiesta. Fiesta. Orange. 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 Bowl. Orange. Yeah. And, and would you? Would you? I don't think Outback. No, 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 no. I would, no, no the, the Outback Bowl's not. It's, it's get, a bigger game, but it's not. That, that game's going to be a steaming pile of shit this year. Holy. Mm-hmm. F- it, it was always <laughs> big. It was bigger. Florida here. and Iowa. <laughs> well, better than seeing people. Mississippi State at Ohio. Yeah, or yeah, Orange Bowl, the Peach Fiesta Bowl, Bowl Peach Bowl, um, Sugar Bowl. Wait, what about the Chick Fil A Bowl? That's the Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's the Peach Bowl. Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Oh, yeah, okay. got it. Sorry. Yeah, 
Yeah, Orange Bowl, Peach Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar, Sugar Bowl, That's and then it. the National Champ. And that, yeah. yeah, that that should be it. Really, it should yeah. be those. It should be those ones. Just make a fucking playoff that can include all those bowl sites mm-hmm. and be done with it. And the rest of the teams, well, sorry, your whole goal should be able to make the playoffs. So, you know. Yeah, so fuck the the fuck the Popeyes Bahama Bowl, <laughs> the the, the the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas the, Bowl. The only thing that the I have set a bowl. The yeah, the only thing about this that kind of like I can see the argument for is that these small schools get to go to a place like the Bahamas for a yeah. couple of days. And yeah, stuff like that, that is cool. But st- still, like a lot of these, nobody watches, nobody cares about, and these guys shouldn't play in them if they have a chance to make it in the NFL. It's it's just the way it is. Why are you gonna go to the fucking Popeyes be- Popeyes Bahama Bowl and get hurt and that shit? When you could be a first round pick. Yeah. When if you go to the Popeyes Bahama Bowl, blow it, you're gonna guess what? You're undrafted. I got an idea. New Jimmy have a lot of Popeyes. New New Jimmy Fallon uh, late night segment is is uh, bowl games. Like he he announces new bowl bowl games. So it, it'll be like bowl games or car dealership. The 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 preparation <laughs> H uh, bowl or the. The uh, five dollar car wash, the bowl. Motel Six Cactus Bowl, <laughs> yeah, the Motel, the 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 Quick Lane Bowl, the National Funding Holiday Bowl, <laughs> the National what is it? What? <laughs> oh, how about this one? The Military Bowl presented by Northrop Gun- Grunman, <laughs> Foster Farms Bowl, the Advocare V100 Texas Bowl. Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl in Orlando. Oh, that's well. That's got Those LSU and were in Louisville. Year, yeah, Outback Bowl. I, I always, I always figured the Outback that's Bowl was a pretty big. Well, it's it is. I think it's big for Tampa. Yeah, I, I've always liked the Outback. No, Bowl, no, no. I was talking about the Orlando game. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is a that is a pretty big good one. It's two ranked opponents. The New Era Pinstripe Bowl in Yankee Stadium. That's just like a gimmick. It's just it's just hilarious. Yeah, there's just too many. Are you guys too cheap to go to the Yankees game for a, to see the Yankee Stadium? Well, here's your chance to come check out. <laughs> <laughs> who like who can't like whose idea was it? Like, uh, guys, guys, listen, listen. I got an idea for a bowl game. <laughs> we played at Yankee Stadium, and we and if the guy runs out the back of the end zone, he immediately gets paralyzed as he runs into the fucking wall. <laughs> the like, pinstripe bowl. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? What is going on in this? Oh Jesus! We we were talking about the Bucks for a second, and then we kind of got off track against the Cowboys. Yeah, I just I just, I, I just thought it was funny how they were shitting on us as announcers. Uh, but if we if we wanted to get back to the game, like yeah, there there's another that. thing that kind of irked me, and like that was the like towards the end of the game, there was so much like fiery hate towards Gossett or Shareless, like. Fucking it like was. they they wanted him off the team like, yeah vitriol just quarter. like yeah they wanted they they like it's like that mob mentality they would have fucking killed him after like during the game and like I'll admit like that last drive was was uh, horrendous uh, especially the um, the one where um, oh what was his name uh, the guy the guy for Dallas had all those sacks. I don't fucking that, yeah that dude. So you that, know who he is that, by now. That guy. Yeah. But people were like like death threats to Gaza or Cheryl. Then it comes out that he had a groin injury. So like what? So it's like number one. Can you really blame blame Gaza or Cheryl for trying to tough out a groin injury? Number two. 
Where were the coaches on the sideline that said, "Okay, dude, you you don't have it tonight. Let's let's just put let you know." They put, did. They put in somebody else. But, but on that drive, I'm talking on that specific drive that 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 drive with three minutes left, where Jameis Winston couldn't move the ball at all. Um, they they did nothing to to uh, help. God, they, well, they 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 chipped, uh, they chipped uh, the uh, the guys they had the running backs chip, but as far as like recognizing that your injured your, your player is injured and take him out of the game like they did they did nothing for him no they didn't and it was it was a team loss like that's, that's what it, was, it was it was a team loss they it, it there were so many aspects that we could have capitalized on being you know creating more turnovers or wasn't there a fumble that we didn't recover no, it was a fumble that we. I was going to bring that up. I think that was the back-breaking moment of the game when, yeah. when Quan forced that fumble. We got it with good field position. I, I forget what we were down by at that point. I think twenty-three twenty, maybe yeah. something like that. And and we had a chance to at least tie the fucking game, and we didn't. And we ended up punting, and that just takes all the fucking wind out of your sails when that shit happens, man. And you can a good football teams they take that down the f- field and fucking capitalize or great football teams excuse me because I think we're a good football team but not great yet and it just hurt man because I really feel like we had multiple chances to to win this game and we just we just didn't yeah e- Ezekiel Elliott was able to run the ball well against us like I said Dak Prescott he got sacked once but for for the most part he he kept his jersey clean as it were. Yeah, this is another thing too. Like Dan Bailey's usually automatic, and he missed two that night. So like that was another opportunity for us because you know if he hits those two field goals, the game isn't close at the end. You're or right, close enough. You know, I, I was I was waiting for Winston. It really felt like okay, he's gonna fucking on national television. He's gonna have that moment, that moment when he drives us down the field and wins a huge game in Dallas, and it just didn't come. And that's partly due to the O line, and it's partly due to the play calling, and it's partly due to the fact that he was just off in this game. Yeah. I mean, he had Mike Evans streaking on that play down the sideline open. That. He also had Rush, he had, he had yeah. Russell Shepard in that drive as well, and yeah, he didn't hit him. But again, I think I thought Anthony put it very well in the, in the sense that he – it wasn't just – I don't think it was just Jameis Winston because he did his, he did his part to, for the loss. Like he, yeah. he had some, some key overthrows. There were some key – play calling and, and substitution issues on the coaching staff. The defense wasn't able to do their job like they have been in the last five I thought, weeks. You know what? I, I thought as as bad as it looked on the they did they definitely employed the bend don't break stat uh, yeah. thing. And they did hold they did keep us in the game, which I think against a team like Dallas is really all you can ask for. Uh unless you have an elite, elite defense. You probably just need to keep it close and hope your offense can give you some help. You know, because like you talked about, Kyle, their O line is ridiculous. Yeah, they're gonna get their yards. Like it's just the way it is. But you, you know, you get a bend don't break strategy. Yeah, we had every chance to win, and God, that was bad. Oh yeah, we're we're watching that fumble by Jameis Winston, and that that was pretty bad. That and that that turnover, that that interception that he threw in Dallas territory, those are two like huge mistakes that typically oh, he wouldn't make. Yeah, I, I just we I, it, we just seem like a team that was not ready for prime time. You know, the, the Cowboys have been there so often, and you heard Jerry McCoy before the game talk about uh, how like everybody's perception of us and 
Uh, I think Chris Collinsworth made the comment that like it's a college like atmosphere in the Buccaneers locker room. That just speaks to a bunch of dudes who are just like geeked out at the fact that they're playing on Sunday night football. Also speaks to a young team too. And it, and it speaks to a young team. It was a great throw. Yeah, it was. So it's. I am not hanging my head over this loss. We kept up with the Cowboys and we should have beaten them. We had every chance to beat them and we didn't. Um, That's what hurts the most. Yeah. Really, when you look back at it, is that I don't think we played our best game at all. I don't think we played as good as we're capable of playing. Uh, and we were still in it till the very end. And. I'm not upset. It's definitely just shows the signs of a team that's improving, getting better, making strides, but not there yet and still needs maybe one or two more off seasons of drafting and free agent signings and development to really get to that, that level where we can start talking about serious contending. Uh, obviously the playoffs are still in front of us these next two weeks and that'd be a big step. That'd be nice to make it. I don't think they're going to go very far. Uh, it depends on our draw, I guess. But, yeah. you know, still, it's there's been strides made, obviously, because I think if you play this game last year, we probably get our doors blown off on Sunday night. So, Yeah, that's another good point. Like, I've seen this game happen so many times where, Jesus Christ, we're watching that, that Adam, Adam Humphreys yeah. touchdown pass. Amazing. We've watched, we've watched the Bucks get blown out in these kind of games so many times, so... To see them actually go out there in prime time against a top opponent and compete uh, was was a good thing, and I think that's ultimately why. Too. What's that? It wasn't. Sorry, I, didn't, I thought you were done. Yeah, no, you're right. For it, we did it for four quarters. Like we 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 kept ourselves in that game in this game. So I wasn't too <laughs> stupid. Double. They tried to the double reverse. You dummies. Shades of Reggie Bush. I know. I know that that Reggie Bush play in the, against yep. the uh, Saints. Yeah. But I just I, I I just think it's so dopey and so stupid for like Bucks fans. They were blaming just one opponent, you know, one guy for for causing catch this uh, all these problems. Like they're, they're, they're blaming Gazer or Sherlis. Just on on that note, though, Demar Dotson did practice today. Well, good, but just grow, grow up. Like it's a team game. It's not one dude, and yeah. it's uh, it's, it's, it's never just, one moment, not one flag, one play. It's and yeah. what, what 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 I don't get is that Winston would tell you like it's it's a team loss. Like he wouldn't he if anything he's going to put the blame on himself before he put. He's never going to. He's not the kind of guy that seems like he would throw his teammates under the bus in any situation ever. So. For our fans who love this guy so much to to act in the complete opposite of how he leads this team, in which they're a family and they win and lose together, is is just asinine to me. It really is. I mean, it. We've obviously already talked about the improvements they made as a team this year, and like it or not, you know they the Cowboys are just a better team. Yeah, and it's just how. And right that's now. okay. And, and that's okay. That's, that's, I, I think that a lot of Bucks fans are a little hurt by that. Like we were on a five game winning streak. We were supposed to derail it. You know, maybe, maybe we were supposed to beat them, but they're a good team and they proved it and they're a better team than us. And it, it, maybe I shouldn't say that they are a better team than us. That no, day. they are. They're a better team. They have a deep offensive line. They have, a, they're, if anything, I would say our defenses are pretty equal. In terms of like, I, I I didn't see anything from their defense. I mean, besides that one dude, David Irving, and whatever his name yeah, was, that, David Irving. Yeah, he was dominant the whole night. But we have a guy like we have a few guys like that that are dominant players. But other than that, that you can just see 
how their their offense is so much farther along in terms of development on the O line and you know stuff like that and depth and receiver and big play weapons and stuff like that. We just we just have a ways to go. I mean, for fuck's sake, we're still throwing passes to Freddie Martino. Like exactly. You know, it's we'll stop doing it when it stops working. We'll stop doing it when we get a better fucking receiver. That's what we'll do. We're watching that fumble again. That fumble that that fumble was devastating late late in the fourth quarter. To not capitalize on Jason Witten fumbles and it's not I mean it's it's in the fourth quarter with eight with uh eight minutes to go. And so like you think, okay, here we go. It's, it's at least tie it. Yeah, at least tie it, but it, like to get a touchdown or oh god, that 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 was kind of like the beginning of the end for this game. I Just, felt like that was backbreaking. We had two more chances after that, and we couldn't do anything. But like that, that was like, and especially because we punted like after getting the ball like on the other side of the fifty. Like that's just that's bad shit. That is bad shit. I I just I don't know. Now I'm getting sad. Now you guys are making me sad. I wish we would have. Now I want to. I wanted to win this I game. I want to talk about them. I know. It sucks to lose. I guess we can move All on right, to this. So, week. do we want to step on to N- New Orleans? Yeah, sure. Let's move on to, to New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Hey, Weezy Daddy. We're, we're playing them at New Orleans. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. Yes. Christmas Eve. Um, I don't know. I mean, we just played them like a week ago, yep. so it's not like much has changed since then. Yeah, it's, it's the, probably no. going to be the same formula to beat them again. You got to shut down Drew Brees. Well, hold on. You're, I, wanted to, you're, I wanted to ask: Do you think that's the same game? What's do that? You think you see the same low score game? If it's in New Orleans, probably not. Yeah, because they're going to have their their you know the crowd on their side. Yeah, it's the dome. Like it's yeah. Brees yeah. and Peyton. It's what they do. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people because I'm in two different fantasy championships this week because <coughs> I am just I'm, I am a golden god of fantasy so uh, I, naturally I am in two fan two different fantasy championships so I've been I'm, I've been I'm in one Nixon okay good congratulations I but I've just been doing a lot of research and uh, a lot of what people say are saying about this game is a, is a shootout between Winston and Breeze. But like, I've heard that so many times about the, like I just like, said about last week. Uh, yeah. Last week. Like everybody's so quick to label a game up, oh, but shootout alert. Like, no, like, I think this is going to be like a 17, 20 kind of game. Yeah. You know? still, so still under 50. Yeah, definitely. The, the, well, okay. Yeah. I, I, this is yeah. weird because these, this game is like not spread out at all. So we're just going to be repeating all the same shit that we said like a week or two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know what else to say. It's the same implications. We need to win this game to keep our playoff hopes alive. Like, we need to win the next two games really to make it. And I'm worried because this th- these are two tough games against two NFC South Well, at least opponents. we got the Panthers at home. At least we don't have to go. Yeah, that is, yes, that is nice. you got to understand this is- both of these teams are and are actively trying to be spoiler for us. Well, they they don't need to be spoiled. They, they want it. I think there's a isn't there is there a scenario where they can make the playoffs? Both teams. What do you mean? Are, like Tampa. Are, and yeah, the Saints and the Panthers aren't mathematically out of the uh, right, of the playoffs. But not, they dude, so many people would have to lose. Like That's it, true. It'd be a it'd be a fucking Christmas miracle. Well, we the thing is okay. The thing is, is we 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 can control our destiny here because Washington lost, so we we still have possession of that second wild card spot. So 
We could afford to lose that Dallas game. We're, we still make the playoffs. If, Green Bay has it. Oh, does Green Bay have it? Yeah. Well, we need Green Bay to win their fucking division because I don't. I like, and then we don't have and to the, deal with and the Detroit to lose to Dallas. Yeah, just just all I, all these dumb scenarios. But I mean, isn't it? Isn't it Green nice? Bay has it? We have the same record, but in, I don't know if that's just how they're just putting the standings. We might be tied. I don't I, know. I recall well, the thing is, is if we're tied, I believe we have a better divisional record than they do. That's the thing. Rogers is starting to turn it on. I'm investigating. Rogers discount double check. Yeah, but it's it's nice to be talking about this right now. Um, I am unconfident about the Bucks in these next two games. That's not, that's not saying I guarantee a win or anything. I just think that we have a chance to, to definitely win these next two games, and there will be some level of disappointment if we don't. I think if we like honestly, if we don't make the playoffs this year, I I will have some uh, some disappointment, even though we're not going to have a losing record this year. I won't. Yeah, I, I don't think that's I understandable. would. Uh, I don't think I, it's it would suck. I mean, I I wouldn't like it, but I would. I don't think I'd be like, damn, you know. Because we started uh, off this year talking about like maybe we can go like seven and nine. Yeah. Or like, you know, yeah. I said yeah. six and ten or something. Yeah, yeah. like, like so. a, a lot of people put us at like six and ten this year. So I said on Twitter after the New Orleans game, I'm like no matter what happens these last three weeks, now two weeks, it's a step forward this year. Yeah. So I want to elaborate, guys, because I figured it out, um, and it's kind of a, a it's kind of a, a, a sucky thing. It's in true Bucks fashion. We're gonna have a good season, and we might miss the playoffs due to a technicality. So the Green Bay Packers are ahead of us by based on their strength of schedule. They have a five ten record, and okay. we have a five point five hundred point uh, five oh five. So point five hundredths of a record that that fucking sucks. <laughs> it does suck. So um, they're playing hate, Minnesota you know, this uh, week. We're going to be rooting against the. Uh, wait, no, we can root for the the Packers because we want them to win their division. We want them to win the division. And so we want the the. We're, um, we're going to watch the Packer game at my place. Yep. Yeah, and we're going to want Detroit to lose because they're playing. I believe they're playing Dallas. What time week, does right? Green Bay play? One. Okay. Yeah, one. Yeah, we're the four o'clock game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because we're prime time, baby. Yeah, we want. Yeah, Andrew, we want the Packers to win the fucking division, okay, bro? Yeah, he's a Detroit fan. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Uh, we know we got New Orleans coming up Christmas Eve, so let's get let's get our keys to the game. <laughs> Special holiday edition, which we haven't addressed. I just want to hear Snoop Dogg come in. Great Christmas song overall. No, you, I'll hit you with some lyrics in a second. Uh, uh, uh. It was December 24th when Hollis Avenue the dark. When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park, I approached him very slowly with my Run DMC. Like actively decided, like, hey, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a fucking Christmas rap song. Like that's a that's fucking badass. I don't care what you say. What you say? Emotion heap. What you say? Yeah, that's not even the song we're on. Not, not even. Okay, I'm sorry. Kyle, go. Keys my, first, to the game. my first key of the game is we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Uh, uh, we're we're gonna have to watch out 
we better not shout and we better not cry. And I'm going to tell you why, why. because Jameis Winston is coming to town to New Orleans town. If you live in New Orleans, if you live in New Orleans and he's, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna make a list. He's going to check it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty or nice. Jameis Winston is coming to town guys. That's my first key of the game. Jameis Winston is going to have to make that list. He's going to have to check it twice. Uh, he's going to have to watch. <laughs> what am I doing? What is You are not ready for that one. He's going to, he's going, oh, he's going to check his well, list. Guys, I'm just saying like Jameis Winston sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. That's creepy. And well, it's true, but he knows if you've been bad or good. So for goodness sakes, you, you better be good, be good for goodness you sake. You better be good for goodness sake. He was sakes. trying to change it. He was, oh, so just, I'm just, my, my key to the game, better watch out, better not shout. Nick? Um, second, now, I feel, now, now I feel like I need to be Christmas themed. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. I'm not. Um, we are going to have to, uh, Go down to McNeil Air Force Base and load up all them C-130s with beads. So what we're going to do is we're going to fill up the dome with beads. So uh, How are you going to do that with airplanes? Could you imagine? Because McNeil Air Force Base, man. You're going to airdrop them? It's a lot of oh, yeah. To a dome and they're just going to land on the roof? And... No. Just... <laughs> I haven't thought this. What is, what is, the, what is, the, what is, what is the terminal velocity of like a, of a, of a bead a necklace. Yeah. It could be because like how, like, I just want, I just see the, like the C one thirties flying over, dropping the beads and everybody like, ow, ow, God damn it. <laughs> 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 beads. All right then. Oh, and no, Nick fin- finish. So your- yeah. Second. No, no, that's it. Just, we're going to airdrop some beads on them. Got to airdrop the beads. Okay. My key of the game is that we need to, uh, we need to leave some cookies out. For, for for Drew Brees for Drew Brees okay <laughs> and they're gonna be uh they're gonna be laced with LSD okay and then uh Drew Brees is gonna he's gonna be fucking high as shit during the game he's gonna throw some picks I don't have a key of the game this week uh, El- El- <laughs> okay guys listen to me close Elvin Pickle hot shower on on draft said go well, Kyle said this Christmas president president halftime president yeah. <laughs> president of Christmas that would be Santa Pre- yeah, yeah. P- president president yeah but president. so I felt like I had to and I just had to make up with something and now fuck it keys to the game okay so your your key to the game is that we have to dose Drew Brees with LSD by think, using Christmas cookies that, I think didn't we say it about Philip Rivers too yeah I just want to get every quarterback in the NFL just high on drugs before we play them just make our jobs easy all right so. keys keys to the game. <laughs> sweet sweet look at that we went we went straight through on this podcast Ooh, marathon. Minutes. hey we lost our we lost our one guy well, no, we, gained, guy. we gained a great we gained we gained, we gained andrew we lost christopher we gained, i guess we, we were too <laughs> silly for him we got to the keys of the game he's expecting actual keys and we just gave him a bunch of bullshit you, yeah okay let's let's do let's do let's do hacky keys of the game you know what, guys? Jameis Winston is going to have to protect the football in this game. We got to limit those turnovers, and we have to get our vertical 
passing attack going if we're going to have a chance to win. In fact, uh, how we do that is actually winning in the trenches. Our, our, our big guys in, up front on both sides of the line are going to have to win the war of the trenches. Anthony, do you, you want to add a hacky take? Uh, we got to limit Drew Brees, man. Just got to. <laughs> Gotta make sure that he doesn't throw any touchdowns. See, see, we don't get we don't get paid millions of dollars to sit on TV, yet we give you the same analysis, the exact same takes. So fuck you. So uh, before we go, uh, we now have a dad. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm a dad. No, well, you're not. Not officially, <laughs> but I'm going to be. yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be a dad. This is officially the dad cast now. I told Nick we're gonna we're gonna raise his child to be the ne- the first. Dual hockey football athlete. I'm fine with that. that I'm completely. (laughs) Even if it's a daughter, we're gonna we're gonna force that square peg in that round hole. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna break. We're gonna break all kinds of glass ceilings with this kid, Nick. Oh yeah. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna train him or her because you know what? I don't see. I don't see gender in that light. you know, I'm, I'm not going to force any kind of heteronormative, cisgendered, binary, uh, uh, binary. Uh, pronouns okay. I, on your child, okay? Because I know it's a, it's a social construct is 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 gender, but you know what? We're going to break those glass ceilings, and we're going to we're we're going to have your kid be the next Wayne Gretzky slash Peyton Manning. Wayne Peyton. Wayne Peyton. Wayne Peyton. Wayne 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 Payne with the pass. Um, how do you, you feel about that, buddy? What's that? How do you feel about being a dad or getting ready to be a dad? Oh, what's it feel uh, like? It's, I don't know. It's dad. Very dad. Finding out I'm going to be working overtime in my own house. I I mean, it gets, it means you get to make lame jokes. I feel like it's going to, I feel like, like, I don't want to answer for Nick because I, you know, obviously (laughs) I don't know, but like, I feel like, I feel like it's going to be like when I have like, like an important project at work due or something like that. I'm just going to fuck off, drink beer and smoke weed until like the the thing is actually done, like ready to be (laughs) here. I'm going to be like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to do So, so Kyle on this show before has talked about how kids should be put in cages like dogs. And now he's talking about how he's going to ignore his pregnant wife until she actually has his baby. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, she's fine. She should have. Mother she, Nature, we've done this for millions of years. Yeah, or exactly. So many years. I have no idea. It's why we're it's why we're put on this earth, probably. Who knows? Okay, we got... I think, Nick, you wanted to go through some bold predictions. Let's do that quick. No, just bold predictions. I always like doing bold predictions because it's a shot in the dark. I hate how you always do it because I never have one. <laughs> well, you should I, know it's coming. I know it's coming, but I'm just not a very bold person. All right, here's my here's my bold prediction. I I live in a house uh, without on a without on a hill. You know, I live. I I I don't live with my parents anymore. So uh, my bold prediction is that I'm gonna leave milk and cookies out on Christmas Eve, and my bold prediction is they're gonna be gone. The next morning, you're gonna drunkenly Ooh. eat them before. The- <laughs> Just a heads up, guys. We have 20 seconds to wrap it up in Mixler. So my bold prediction is Drew Brees throws another three picks. Kucherov resigns. All right, all right, we're good. There, there you go. <laughs> Covered all the bases. That was your bold prediction. Sorry, sorry, Andrew. I love you. Goodbye, goodbye, Andrew. Mixler chat just ended. Um, That's what happens when you go straight through. <laughs> I know. Hey, that, that was good, though. Yeah, we haven't done nice that. Neat wrapped in a bow. I know. Look, we're out here by 9. I mean, that never happens. If we wait. Oh, wait. Let's wait one minute so it'll be 9-11 and we can, you know, we can make this a. Wait, why would you want to do wait? A special, a special podcast. 
Okay. It's a Christmas podcast, Yeah, man. God. Everybody knows that on Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is now. You 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 wait till 9-11 to end your podcast at 9-11. Um, I didn't get you guys anything for Christmas. I didn't get anybody anything. I didn't either. I haven't bought Kyle a present in a good long time. Well, you bought him a board, didn't you? Are you like... You're gonna split a board. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's, we are. that's more of a business decision than a present. Wow, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, I mean, right. We don't get each other presents. That's just how that's how it goes. No, but, but I thought um, about getting Kyle a, a, a Cubs hat, but <laughs> I would piss on it. You know what though? There is uh there's gonna be something coming up quite soon after Christmas that Mr. Kyle uh We'll get a present for it. It's his birthday. Uh, so Kyle's birthday, birthday is coming up. Turn of 30. Everybody know that. Turn of 30. You're not. Yeah, I am. Yeah, he is. It's 9-11! It's 9-11. <laughs> Rick and Morty's coming out soon! Everybody take a shot. 9-11! Okay, okay guys. <laughs> that was... Merry, have, everybody have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy... Everybody be safe out there. Get home safe to your peoples. Happy heteronormative, cisgendered, uh, non-denominational holiday. (laughs) And and, and be safe. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your presents from Santa. Enjoy all of that. Um, Rate review us iTunes. SharkDropper.com slash... I don't know. (laughs) Slash Patreon. I don't know. Okay. Kyle's a master. (laughs) That, That was worth a day. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. <laughs> See you guys later. Merry Christmas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.